Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Real Really, Riley. Really, Riley. Really, Riley. Really, Riley. Really, Riley. Are you ready? This is the Really Riley Podcast. Friday, and to those of you that I am messing up your week by the agenda tonight on the podcast, sorry. Um, hey, if you're new here, uh, welcome to Really Riley. This is my little corner of the world where I like to talk about a lot of things. Things are real, things are raw, they're absolutely no bullshit. Sometimes I make you guys laugh, sometimes I make you guys cry, and sometimes I have you going, what the mm, did that girl just say? But hey. This is what it is. Um, and if you're not new around here, hello, my friends. So I'm sorry, a couple of you guys have said, oh my God, I thought it was only Tuesday because I usually post on my Instagram for Ask Riley Day. I usually do Ask Riley's on Wednesdays and I'll post the day before to get your questions. But I had a Show Me the Ring follow-up, which was amazing with Rachel. So if you haven't listened to that one podcast down, it's really amazing and really moving. Her love story is beautiful. But so I moved it to Friday. Um, before I get to that, I just saw one of these ask Riley that she said, I'm still curious to hear why you shouldn't hire a friend or work with friends. I know I teased that on Wednesday. I am absolutely going to get that. Where are my notes? Because my husband moved my notes. Grr. Where are my notes? My husband's in the, in here with us. Hello, baby. Hello. And I had podcast notes in here and I don't know where they went. Well, Marshall, my super husband. Super organized. Oh, I don't like you very much right now. This is like you're missing in life, just to mess with me. Every time I ask you to do the podcast, it's like you just have to test me all the time. But you're lucky I love you because I do. Um, what was I saying? See, you throw me off, sir. We're looking for a note that's. Oh yeah. In so the... I was going to talk about that. Now this is that. Remember, remember that one friend, Marshall, that was at the end that I literally did not want to let go of, and. Yeah. I, you remember this? You told me like, oh, this friend a long, long time ago. Cut the anchor. To cut the anchor. I know. So we are going to get into that on Monday. I promise you. But I felt bad moving Ask Riley um, and just kind of not doing it because I love that you guys look forward to it. And tonight is a really good one. There's a couple of heavy hitters in here. So there's the answer to that. It is coming. I promise. Um, oh, I'm going to get to that one in a second. I don't want to start with that. Jeez. Um, no question. Just want to say you're so encouraging and real and we love it. And I love you more. Um, so my depression from losing my job is killing my marriages and I have limited resources without a job. I'm assuming she's saying to like go and do self-care things or maybe therapy or whatever. Cause that's always a very good go-to. Um, you know a lot about this, Marshall. Um, I, I really do want you to speak like freely here as much as possible that won't get you killed. Um, I have struggled with anxiety and depression most of my life. Um, when I met you, Marshall, I would say I had a pretty good handle on it at the time. Mm -hmm. But depression to me is a lot like addiction in a lot of ways. That it's something that you don't just get rid of sometimes, like when you have it for 
your whole life for long periods of time. Sometimes depression comes and goes, but mine is just something that's, I manage, you know? Um, there's years that'll be dormant and then there's years that it's really fucking not. And be safe to say this last year, it was alive and well. Yeah, well, I mean, mental health, like your physical health, it, nothing's owned. It's all perishable. So true. you gotta be working on both to Very true. keep both healthy. Um, and you've always understood that. You've never tried to change me. I've also never tried to hide it either though. I literally, when we were dating for like a month, I was like, here's all the shit that's wrong with me. And that was before we even had like the official we're together talk probably, right? Uh, yeah, right before. That's right. No, it was. Cause I was like, I, I'm not gonna sleep with you. You're your, your hot dogs on entering my taco because there's some chemical that me, that in my body and a lot of women agree with me this there's some chemical that just activates of I really like him even if he's a turd the minute that I have sex with him so I was like I'm not having sex with you until we get this over with anyway the thing about depression with me in the last year as you guys know if you've listened to this podcast for five seconds I lost a lot in the last year my job my dog and lots of my sanity um, I don't know about this person's marriage prior to, but it, the the big I'm trying to be careful. I don't know. I, this makes me nervous a little bit to say because I feel a little naked in this. Like why? Because we had one of the greatest years of our life getting married. And then not very long after, it was hell. And it would be bullshit to say that our marriage has not suffered a lot from it. Everything is up and down and you don't... I was actually just talking to Rachel from Show Me the Ring when she was talking about expectations. She wasn't talking about marriage, she was talking about a wedding. But this is poignant here that like you have to take away the expectation of what you think it's going to be. And I thought, like, okay, we'd gone through so much shit in the you know, courting phases and being engaged that I thought like marriage would be like calmer and <laughs> here it is two years into it and a lot of my shit crept in and damaged it. And I don't say for like good, like it's not, irre what's that word? Irrevocable? Oh. Irre whatever. I talk for a living, I swear. Um, but I think that it bruised a lot of things. Fair? Yeah. <laughs> so because like, I don't want to say, I'm not embarrassed ever to talk about stuff, but it's always different because a lot of people look at our relationship as a relation, as an inspiration, or at least that they've told me that. But I hope that this is even more so that we are not anywhere near perfect. We love the shit out of each other. We're not giving up. We'll never stop giving up or never, we'll never stop trying. But um, I think I put our marriage in an unhealthy place because of my depression in the last year or such. Yeah, I mean, I'd, I'd think it'd be. I've asked you to be honest. Go ahead. Yeah, no, I, it's it's been difficult. You know, it's been uh, a roller coaster. You know, um, it's had its ebbs and flows, and but you know, I think within that, I think you've been able to kind of pivot and see you know different doors and stuff like that open, and you know everything else and they you know now for my own mental health safety i'm going to say this it does take two to tango and a lot of a lot of the initial avalanche of 
crap that our marriage has gone through was ignited by me losing my job and the dog and a lot of the issues that I've had with, you know, you and our marriage have been the way that we handle things and the way that I had an expectation of what I wanted you to handle and how I wanted you to handle it and it didn't get met. So then there was a lot of hurt there. The reason I'm going through this in this way is to say that like, I own my depression, right? I know that it is that. I said this a long time ago when I was going through an abusive relationship and learning about myself afterwards that you have to learn what you give, what you take, what you, what bullshit you put out, what bullshit you take in. So I never blame you for my depression. That's completely unfair. And no, you, you, you can't wrap your whole happiness around any one person ever except for yourself because then you're, you're setting them up for failure, period. I just, for my own mental health, don't want to sit here and be like, oh, every single problem we've had for the last year is all on me. Because that would be bullshit. No. It, it, I, I, like, I was answering it that way because you, you know, you set, right. it, you set it up for for that. Right. But, no. I mean, it's it's been a mix of just everything. I mean, I think that there have been situations where, you know, I haven't been, you know, in a good... Mental space. Mental space. Yeah. And, you know, it... It's like I say, like, you know, if you start the day, you know, with like a hundred dollars and, mm-hmm. you know, you have that to invest and we ain't got no money at the end of the day, most of the time. Well, I mean, like works take some and, you know, depending on like what, what your intake is, you yeah. know, so if like, you well, know. I'm like nervous about this. Sorry. I'm like, I'm, I don't get nervous about things like this, but I am right now just because it feels like we're peeling away the velvet rope or whatever and like letting people in a little further. You don't usually love to do that. Why are you looking at me like that? No, I mean, I think we're both real and like the expectation of like, like Instagram is kind of like the highlight reel. Well, yeah, like I'm not. So I'm not, I don't think either one of us are like that in real life. No, I mean, I am very real on my Instagram though. I try to keep it that way, but you can only, what do you, what is a video going to do? Like, are you ever going to post a video? You screaming at your spouse because you're mad that they like snored? Because that's happened. No, you're not going to do that. Actually, I should. But I was. I had a point with the, my ADHD just went like haywire there. The depression situation is hard in a marriage because that is the biggest thing that I think I've had difficulties with. Because for me, I know, I told my therapist this week actually, I know when the wound is bleeding. I know when the depression monster starts rearing her ugly head and she is fucking ugly. She's Medusa times three with her snakes out of her head. And I know when that starts to fizzle up um and i'm good at like practices within myself of fixing it but when you've got two kids and then you have to be there for your husband and you want to create intimacy because that's what a marriage is otherwise it's just a fucking business relationship after that you know you become ships in the night where you just oh you're going to this doctor's appointment and blah 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 blah. so i have an issue with not putting off my depression to anyone else and not absorbing anyone else's energy when I'm tapped out. I think that is probably one of the biggest hurdles for us in marriage, period. That it's like, I don't know how to not take on people's energy because I'm empathic, right? Like I want to be there to help, but I, I wish I knew a little bit more about this person's marriage and the whys of that. You do have to make space for someone else's mental health moments. My mom said this at our dress rehearsal 
which annoyed me at the time, but it's true, but also hard. It's not as easy as just saying it. Two people can't be crazy at the same time. Somebody has to give. What did we see that one time that it was like somebody has to give? Well, it, it was you go no. Oh, you go home and you tell your partner, "I got ten percent today. You got to take ninety. You have to take ninety. Or I got sixty percent. You got to take forty. Like and whatever that looks like or means for you, I think that's important because we don't do that enough. Both of you and I are we got this people. We always want to pretend like we're He-Man and She-Ra, or should I give a different reference? Do you know who She-Ra is? No, I mean, that's kind of dated. I, I, like... yo, you, I know your motherfucking ass <laughs> did not just call me dated, sir. No. I might be six and a half years older than you, but I still look good. Thank you very much. You, you look beautiful. I'm I, seasoned. I, I would just do like... I know his fucking ass did not just call me dated. I mean, maybe go dated. with like the God Marvel. Damn it, you know, Marshall. you could go with like, you know, Wonder Woman. And now well, this, I, I, that, now this dude's talking Marvel. over me that's on my a... podcast, boy. You know that's a trigger for me. Shit. Pew, pew. Oh my God, you're never getting laid again in your whole life. Um, Lies. You want to try me on that Not one? Not being real and really Riley. Friend, do you want to try me on that one? I got three vibrators in that bathroom. Test me. God, I hate you right now. Um, another good part of that though is like, we have been through that damn ringer and we're laughing at each other now. Like, I, I don't like to encourage like toxicity in that, like where you can go through a bunch of really bad shit and then, okay, the next day it's great and that's fine. But we're committed to this marriage and no other one ever because I'll cut your member off and bring it with me and you'll never be allowed to use it again. So I think that it's important to highlight that, like what we just did, that we can still laugh because that was my favorite thing about us when we first started. Like your snark was my favorite thing, even though I want to smack you sometimes and you give it to me it always reminds us like, oh, there we are. You know, that was my favorite part about me and you. Because well, I'm, I'm saying these things as encouragement because if you don't have a lot of time or means to go do self-care in terms of depression, that's scary because I've been there. You know, like there's times where I have to cancel therapy because I can't. I have to, you know, do work or I haven't been working out as much and then that leads to my depression too because I got a little fluffy in certain areas and spare me the whole you know, you're, you have body dysmorphia thing. I'm not talking to you. Like some people have said that to me. I'm like, no, I just, I had, I was the fittest I'd ever been. And then I lost it a lot because of stress hormone, whatever. You look like you want to say something to me. What? Well, uh, I mean, I, I guess a couple things to say what? to that. So like one is something I, I need to get better at and working on is like, I'd probably say like the communication piece and kind of like laying like clear. Oh, for what you need. No, like, well, for, for this person, but just like okay. us through everything is, is like, you know. No, I'm saying communication, communicating what you need. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. Well, okay. communicating what you need, but then, you know, clear expectations. And that way, like. Nothing. In what way? Like for what you want, like the 70, 30 thing, like when you come home and say, this is where I'm at. This yeah. Is what I'm because I mean, like, of. it's the real world. So like, ideally, it would be great if that person was like at a 70 and you were at a 30 and like it matched up, but like, you're never going to have fucking exact change. No. So like, so that's why like a lot of like these like TikTok psychologists and different I like my TikTok psychologists. Well, I'm, I'm just saying like, you know, like there's <laughs> with, with a grain of salt, but a lot of that doesn't work out all the time in reality. So, you know, but having clear expectations, but then also having clear expectations for like you and mm -hmm. like what's coming. So like 
the way I always view things, I think is much different than you do. Yeah. So like for me, for instance, like I know good things are coming, but I know bad shit's going to be tied with it. Not like, Ugh, well, not say like that. Well, not like bad and sage your ass. No, not like bad in instance of like bad stuff, but like there's going to be challenges and struggles with it. And that's the interest for the fucking good shit. But hold on for one second before we start getting a good shit. I got to I got to don't look at me like that. I have a point and I am the host on this podcast, sir. And I'm going somewhere. He does this fucking shit to me every time because it gets mad like I'm just cutting off his point. No, I'm adding to it, sir. The reason because people want to know like about this stuff. The reason you're talking about that expectation and the example therein is the way that we fight. I am a fireball. I scream. Yes, I do. It's terrible. I know. But I, I have no problem asking for what I want and continuing to do so until I get it. You, on the other hand, will, I don't need anything. I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. But then you will start to bubble over. You don't yell. I think Marshall has yelled at me. Never. Maybe, maybe gotten stern twice. Like he does, I think he's called me Raquel like four times in our entire marriage. Maybe five. It's always baby or whatever. But you will passive aggressively bubble over in other ways that it's never what it is in the moment it's always something else that's bothered you for a while and then it sits and then like something dumb will happen and you get frustrated I'm like what the fuck is this so you're looking at me like you want to kill me right now you want fight we can fight remember the couture came from randy couture all right listen what <laughs> got a wrestling mat downstairs I'll kick your ass. <laughs> do you want to go on to the next question or do you have another no, point? No, I mean, to say? like, if you feel like this is answered, you know, like, I'm going to kill him. I'm going to kill him, y'all. I'm going to kill him. I, you had something else to say, and I'm sorry if I cut. I'm saying I'm sorry is my favorite in marriage. I'm sorry if I cut you off. I was trying to give more to the conversation. But I'm going I'm to let you finish. I'm going to pull a Kanye. <laughs> Thank you. You're welcome. Oh, I, oh my God. <laughs> no, but I mean, I don't know what this person's self-care is. Yeah. You know, because like ours is like mental health. It's like, it's the gym, mm -hmm. you know, um, but there's tons of, of, of free things out there. So like I have learned about like a lot of other things that like I'll do in terms of like Spotify has this thing that, um, give me one second. So while he's looking that up on Spotify, I also have something else that my therapist actually recommended to us this week, Marshall. So it's something called Sensate Focus, and it's for couples. And it's like, I haven't completely looked into it yet, but it's like touch therapy. So for people that have different communication styles, it's something that you can do that it's like small things. Like, I don't know if it's sexual or not yet, but I think it can lead to sexual. It's basically connecting on a different level through touch. And it's simple touch. Like it could literally just be a hand on, you know, your chest or your heart or a massage because I thought this would be great for us too because I am a blabber communicator, whatever. When you get overwhelmed, you don't want to talk. But then there and you don't talk and you stuff it down because you don't want to deal with it. You're tired, whatever. I'm, I'm not saying you. I'm saying in general. So that could be another thing. Did you find it? Yeah. So uh, bilateral sounds. Oh, this does work. So, you know. This then, is for anxiety, and, depression, and there's uh, different. ADHD. There's different frequencies as well. Mm -hmm. But basically, you know, you'll need headphones or something like that. And it'll play sounds different sides. Mm -hmm. And that will kind of help stimulate different parts of the brain. To kind of get you more relaxed. Do you know what I figured out? Why I like that Rufus Day Soul playlist on on Sirius XM? 
because it has a lot of those bilateral sounds. It's slow beat EDM sounds and it's got a lot of like, you know, the bounce from speaker to speaker. Uh. And you know how I listen to that when I'm in my crafting room and I'm stressed out or whatever? Like it literally just, our chiropractor actually plays it when he's doing dry needling on us. So I know that these things seem small, but I was telling you this week that like I even have been way more intentional in terms of depression about my small self-care that actually matters. Like the other day, remember when I said like, I'm going to go take a bath, everybody leave me alone. And I went through my skincare step by step by step. Like I do it religiously every night, but there's other days that I will go more into it that I was like, I'm going to give myself a face mask. I'm going to put my nice lotion on my hands. This sounds really weird, but I intentionally do it. And I sit there and it's like when you're in the gym and you do mind muscle connection, when I'm doing it, I'm not thinking of all the things I'm angry about. I'm not thinking about all the things I'm depressed about. I am literally just thinking about how soft my skin feels. It's literally just thinking about where you are each step of the day. And that helps a lot. Um, Depression wise, in terms of other things that you can do. Oh, let me think like, Sometimes this is really dumb, (laughs) but I will literally work out. And if you can't work out, I suggest you find some time to, and this might sound a little mama, mama rallying you right now. But if you got 20 minutes a day to scroll on Instagram, you got 20 minutes a day to work out. Marshall's about to chomp at the bit at this one. But what I'm saying is little things. You'll have no idea. I know it's fucking cold outside, but you have no idea what a little walk in nature will do for you. You have no idea what just some small movements. Now, I've talked about this before, and I think I need to find somebody that actually does this for a living, the somatic exercises. Remember I told you about the ones Mm -hmm. that like release trauma and depression, all that stuff? Now, we're not doctors, but this was just trying to give a window into the fact that we've been through this, where losing, losing my job and the depression just really fucked with us, but... You know, like I always say, my Charmin says to me, because she's been married for 20 something years, like it's just two people that refuse to give up. So a season is not a lifetime. A season is a season and they change all the time. Shut up, Marshall. He's looking at me because he's like, I tell you this all the time. Whenever I'm having one of my fits of I'm a failure and I can't do this. He's like, this is just a season and I want to smack him. But he's right. You heard me. I said, you're right. God, you annoy the crap out of me. You're lucky. Is I this love thing you. recording? I hate you. <laughs> I love you. Stop bothering me. It, um, the time is. Grr, Marshall. <sighs> so, uh, have you heard anything about that that morning show's ratings, what they are now? Should I go here? I mean... I mean, it's fact. Yeah, I, I listen to, you know, podcasts and Spotify. The last time I checked, because there's websites that you can, and this may not be to the exact, so do not try to quote me and don't try to sue me for this, but ratings are done in shares for radio, for those of you that don't know. It's like points, I guess you could say. And when we were the Kane show, when it was nationally syndicated and all over the country and I don't even know like some, like, how many stations it was. This was even before I got there. It was at like a 12 share, which is really, really fucking good. Like 13 is like astronomical, right? And then throughout the years, obviously the seasons changed in the show and people changed and players changed. So basically after the biggest player left and then... Well, so the, the ratings went down a little bit because that happens. 
But then by the time I had left, um, we were sitting, I think, and again, don't quote me, but we were sitting around like a six or seven share-ish. Last time I checked, it was at a two. And I haven't checked in about a month, so, but ratings come in every three months. So there it is. I don't know why you're looking at me like that. This is just me spreading facts. People wanted to know. <laughs> um, I always say, facts don't care about your feelings. Exactly. Facts are not feelings. I used that in one of my last meetings. Uh, <laughs> are there any crystals recommended for fertility? Yes. I posted these on my Instagram story, but I'll read them now. Oh, that's a video of Melon, not that one. Um, so Unakite, U-N-A-K, U-N-A-Kite. Comment smelling. I hate you. <laughs> for emotions and health, you're not getting laid tonight. Um, Jade for nurturing and calm. That's a green one. Moonstone. I love this one for hormones. Raw moonstone is actually best in its purest form. Um, fluorite for stress relief and balance. Like I have right here, my little crystal point fluorite that I'm going to impale Marshall with in a minute. Um, Shiva ligum for fertility. Now this is like a brown and cream stone. It's not the prettiest, but hey, if it works, rose quartz, Avi for self-love. Carnelian. That's like the reddish orange one for male virility. So put that in your man's pants. <laughs> Don't act like I wouldn't do that to you if I needed to. Uh, Mukatite for power and strength. That's like a peachy pink reddish storm. And then Garnet for libido. It makes you horny. Uh-huh. Wow. I need to stop. You've made me distracted, sir. Um, no question. Hi from Florida and I miss your face. Girl, enjoy that. I miss your face too. Um, oh, this is the other one, Marshall, that I was wanting to tell you. How she wants to know how to make your significant other more emotionally intelligent. Ugh. Okay. So I, one, I love you girl. And I love your questions. Um, I don't think, don't ever propose it like that. I don't think she would. I'm just saying disclaimer. Don't ever walk to your person and say Riley and Marshall said, this is how to make you more emotionally intelligent. Cause they probably won't end up well. Um, emotional intelligence. Okay, babe. Don't bite me. Would you say, yeah, this is a, actually, this isn't a fair question. Would you say in our relationship, either one of us, one of us is more emotionally intelligent than the other? Be honest. Honestly, first thing on top of your head. Yeah. I mean, I, I think that you're definitely more, more like in tune with what you're feeling, like when you're feeling it. I think like in, Really? I was expecting you to say that. No, I mean, like, I think in some situations, like, I am, and I think in others, you are. Um, okay, yes, true. But I think so, too. I think, like, overall, I think, like, you'll be able to articulate, like, what you're feeling a lot faster than I will. That doesn't mean I'm emotionally intelligent, though. That means that I, well, that means I'm I'm emotionally expressive. But in terms of intelligence, I think we're both kind of at base level. You're right. I am an overreactor. In terms of my emotional intelligence, I will spin over things and I will firecracker react and then I will fall apart. That's emotional immaturity on my point because I don't control all that a lot very well. You're a person that will underreact and then, like I said before, you'll bubble over into other things like because you are more of an avoider, I'm more of a confronter. Well, I like... Part of that, 
I think there's things like I definitely you know work on like with this that. This isn't me attacking. No, 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 like, no. Saying. But like in terms of avoidance, but a lot of that is kind of ingrained with the job because that if, if you mean, emotionally react, that's how you end up on the news. <laughs> you know what I mean? It doesn't like, make it right or wrong, yeah, Marshall. No, I'm, I'm not putting you on trial. I'm saying in terms of trying to change someone else, I always say this: if they're your significant other, you're with them for a reason, right? You're attracted to them. Maybe I don't know if you guys have found it. I love you. I don't think this person has yet. Um, people don't change for other people. They change for themselves. If you had met old Hoochie Hoop Riley from back in the day, you probably would not have liked her at all. And I had to do a lot of fucking work and a lot of looking in the mirrors at ugly ass Riley that I did not ever want to become. I think you have had to go through a landslide of emotional and like maturity with me because it would be fair to say I'm really the only relationship like romantically that has ever challenged you. Yeah. Because and, you and, don't. And some of the biggest things that we've faced. You well, know? yeah, we're married. We have kids. We have a family. But I'm saying that was your first run of it. Because you said in this podcast many a times that you had like one love and then you had, I still want to meet this bitch. <laughs> you say, and you've had like one like serious, but it wasn't like you loved that person. Why are you looking at me like you're irritated? What did I say that made you mad? Nothing. What? Tell me. No, no I mean, you just. What? Oh, did I cut you off? I'm sorry, sir. Let me let me let you finish. <laughs> I'll wait. No, you. It was so important for you to bring it back up. See, this is what I'm saying. We're like, I, like I, we are real and very married here. What, Tommy? What did you like? Well, no, I mean, I, I was just gonna say, like, I don't know if they're dating or you know. Okay, I know these people. They're dating. Okay, so I mean, it's it's kind of like you almost have to like plant a seed. Okay, explain. Like you you bring it up, like you talk about it, or it's an idea and how it could benefit them or how, or talk about how it's benefited you. Bring what up? Like just more like sell the emotional intelligence in a way that it's appealing to them. So you're kind of like planting that seed of like, <laughs> hey, this could benefit me. You know what I mean? Where it's like, it's a flank and it's not like a head on thing. Because if you come on head on with somebody, the defenses go up immediately. So, so it has to come in from like this is something I've had a hard lesson with because I don't bullshit at all I don't sugarcoat I never have ever not from jump or whatever and I was always like well I'm just like this well I'll always be somewhat like that but if I want to keep you and I don't think you're going anywhere but what I mean by that is if I because we're married so it might be a different level but if I want to keep you emotionally happy and I want to nurture your emotional intelligence, I can't be like, well, like, cause I get frustrated with having to like pussyfoot around it and like be gentle with my delivery. And like you just said, like be nice about it or T-ball it. I don't, I, I don't do that. I come in with a baseball bat, but you're right that I ha you, you, you do have to be more gentle in your approach of those things. I was thrown off because I was on. I was going somewhere else, and you brought me back to that. But see, now I don't know where I was going with that. <laughs> um, brain fart. Well, you were listening like off like my previous relationships, and I haven't really dealt with anything like we've had in, in the marriage and stuff like that in terms of. So it might be in that way. It might be a little bit like that if your significant other hasn't had to broach that 
plane of emotional intelligence just yet, don't count them out before you give them the shot to fix it. But keep in mind that they are an entire person that they've uh, they've had their own experiences or lack thereof. So you can't expect them to fit into your version of emotional intelligence. Now it is fair when I'm always saying ask for what you want and you know it, you know the universe will manifest it for you because in every aspect of the word I mean that when I say that that I manifested your ass. I think the universe knew a little better that you need to throw somebody in there like a little snark because if you were a pussy I probably would be bored. Damn it, I messed myself up with that. But I just think it's, I don't want to give off the message that you can just emotionally like raise somebody to your level because that would be boring as hell if you guys were the same. But I also don't want someone to not be receiving what they want or need because somebody else isn't at, isn't, isn't willing to meet them at that emotional level. Because when I met you, that was the sexiest thing about you. That on an emotional level, I remember we were having that conversation close to New Year's Eve, I think, and I was just bitching about life and I stopped myself and I was just like, ah, I'm so sorry. I'm like, I'm bitching about this stuff. And you were like, no, you obviously need to be heard. You had the emotional intelligence there to know that I needed to get it off my chest. Like if if you were going to be a person that was going to be in my life, that you had to be able to receive that. And that was hot to me because the dude couple before you like I bitched about one thing he's like god you have a lot of drama I'm like ah, well you out so I think that it's important to realize where the other person is and could be because I think the other thing about lasting relationship is growth I think a lot of relationships don't last because you can't grow together you're always growing you're always changing shit I'm 16 different people during the week all the time I think that are you have you shut down now? You're just not no. talking to me anymore. No, no, like, I you were called you out. No, you were you were on something. I mean, I've I've something, but what? Tell me. Well, my question to that is, you know, what are you not getting, or why do you feel like they need emotional intelligence? Mm. Because like depending on like what angle it is, you know, I might have a very different answer. So I mean, but I don't be, know that answer. We're just going based off yeah, of this. Well, I mean, based off that, that'd be you know my approach for it. But I'd ask. My my response would be to ask that question or have them ask that question of themselves and be like, hey, why is this? I got know? a fun exercise for and you. Then, if this was me and you, <laughs> let's say I was the princess and I was like a softer individual than I am. <laughs> Fuck off. Um, how would you like me to approach this? Like, let's just say you weren't texting me in the way that I needed it. You know, like, you know, you're always giving those good morning texts every single morning or like if I was if I'd done something wrong and you're just kind of like pushing me away because you want your space. But I'm the type of person I don't do space. Ugh. You know, this This is in real life. And I needed you to change that a little bit. I needed you to be more open to letting me in. How would you like me to approach you with that? That would be a softball. What would what would you want me to say? <laughs> He's like, I don't know that. I don't know that person. What? Riley mincing words. Excuse me. <laughs> well, I mean, I think in terms of that, kind of just expressing the things that you like the person does, and then like what would be like more fulfilling. Hmm. 
So you're starting off with like the compliment. a compliment so that way defenses aren't up and then you're able to kind of like give a suggestion that ultimately like has a benefit, like a mutual benefit for both. But then, you know, you're following that up with, you know, like, what do you need? So that way everyone's voice is kind of being heard in that. So it kind of, who, who is saying, what do you need? So like giving a compliment saying like, these are some of the things that, you know, I feel like could be beneficial for, you know, the both of us and blah, 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 blah. You list off those things and be like, you know, you're basically like, can you see that like working like this, this. And what happens if he's like in La La Land in the conversation and just nodding and saying, okay, to get through the conversation, like somebody I know. Hmm. Maybe a letter. Oh my God. Okay, I'm joking with you, but like, yeah, like, these are real things that we've had to deal with because I always say to Marshall, and I think that this is something that somebody definitely needs. Emotional intelligence is on the list of like make or breaks for me, right? Because looks, my husband's the most adorable thing I've ever seen, but that's going to fade someday. Sex, important. Yes, absolutely, 100%, especially in marriage because, you know, that's the only, unless you got something else going on, that's the only taco and hot dog you're ever gonna have what people swing i'm not saying i want to do that it's fine if they want to but i'm selfish as shit no um but you're so distracting tonight i hope you guys are enjoying this this bickering between the two of us but if somebody is something that you want to see a future with for a long time or forever most things are fixable if the base level is there me and you marshall I said I do to you because you wanted a family. We already had a family in Belton when we got married. You wanted a forever thing. And I, whenever I ever mention anything not being forever, he looks at me like like devil eyes because you got married forever. Like you, We promised each other that no matter what, this was it. At a base level, like you do listen to me. You don't try to change me because you damn well know it won't work. And that therein makes me want to change for you when I see that I've hurt you sometimes. No, I'm joking. I, I do end up wanting to come back to center and fix it, no matter how angry I might have been. Do you disagree? No. <laughs> I'm waiting for you to disagree. I'm just basically like ironing out the fact that like if they have most of the things that you need, this is hard because emotional intelligence isn't one you can really have a thriving relationship if there's not that at a base level for what you need. I mean, I hate to say it, but maybe that's just maybe that's not your person maybe that's just someone part of your journey that kind of shows you the things that you need or don't need or want or anything like that i mean that's ultimately it because i mean like it's like you know you're not gonna make a gazelle a line a what you're not gonna make a gazelle a line you're not gonna change you know someone oh, i haven't heard you know, that one yet like of like what they are you know like sometimes like here's like, what's a, funny like spade the spade you here's know? what's funny about that this lioness, the gazelle that was before, <laughs> don't bite me because you literally just said the people in your life are sometimes just da 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 da. He would die. He would die if he ever saw who I am today. The fact that we talk about politics sometimes, and I'm not talking about that here, so don't ask me. Holy shit. The fact that I am out there making concrete vessels whole. 
the princess that was before the fact that like even though i'll be like marshall i need help with this but i get frustrated when you try to just do it for me because i want to learn how to do it (laughs) he'd be like who the fuck is this so yeah sometimes those people in your life are there to teach you who you're about to be so if somebody if you try and give your effort don't stuff square pegs into round holes it's just it's not it i've wasted i've wasted too many years with that i don't regret them because if not for them i wouldn't have found you and i wouldn't have been i think it's really safe to say that when i met you and i know this whether you agree with me or not sir that i was the most healed i had ever been when i met you because even though for all of a month whatever i did a lot of work um, to, to gain that emotional intelligence now like i said in the podcast earlier in the other question I have backslided a lot with my mental health and I'm giving myself grace because there was a lot. There was too much. There was, I probably needed to go to like one of those Malibu facilities that all these celebrities go to every five minutes. But I don't know. Like I think that if you're at a space where you want to decide what's forever or you're looking for that like forever thing, you really got to give a lot of it grace or pay attention to what's a deal breaker i just went on a whole tangent there but no but i mean that's it's true you know yeah i feel like i'm gonna get some dms like stop yelling at marshall (laughs) you deserve it they y'all don't know what he's doing behind that microphone to irritate me i'm just sitting here Uh uh-huh you're the most innocent boo-boo bear that just came (sighs) fresh out of the driven snow my motherfucking ass okay this our melon gets it (laughs) no you will not no because he looks like you and he gets his attitude from me okay you can't have it all you can't have everything he's half mine sir and i lost my booty hole to bring him into this world so i win every time have you ever seen your booty hole on the outside no you have not I win. No, I don't care to. <laughs> I have to bring your son in this world. So I win. Tell me I win. You win. Thank you. I love you. You guys, I, I hope you've enjoyed this little rant between me and my husband, but you guys really do make my job a lot easier with Ask Riley. And I'm sorry it was a little bit late. I promise you next week I am going to get into the thoughts about why you should not work with friends. And I'm not even talking about that other situation that I you know, got fired from. I'm talking about like a friend that you, a lot of you guys saw us everything we did a lot of big things together and a lot of my biggest moments in life were spent with this person by my side and they are not in my life anymore so yeah we won't touch on that next week i have to make a note and put it somewhere where marshall won't move it but um if you guys have any ask riley's please you can always hit me up whenever the dms are always open at riley couture on instagram at really riley podcast on instagram at house of w speaking of which oh and really riley podcast at gmail.com but speaking of which this weekend I have my pop-up and that's going to be, I've done this pop-up before. It's a new market and it's a place called Five West. Um, I have these dates and times on my Instagram at House of W by Riley, but they're also having the Christmas parade this weekend. So that's really exciting. So I, um, I'm going to be out there from like 9 a.m. to like 1.32 o'clock. Um, and the parade starts at 3. So here's the thing. It used to be a little tiny, like little small town parade. Now it's gotten huge in the last couple of years. Like we went the first year, there was like five people there. The last year there was like total traffic, whatever. And there's not a lot of parking around. So why don't you come see me? Do a little bit of shopping. And I think 
after the parade, they have a lot of other vendors out there. They're going to be out there later than I am. This is just my little thing at Five West because they have their own like private space back where they have one vendor a weekend, which I absolutely appreciate. Um, and their food is really good too. So you can t- bring the kids, get dressed up, come see me, and then go see Santa right after you do a little shopping and miss all of the holiday traffic and parking because that's half the reason why I miss most holiday shit because I don't want to deal with that. So I'm going to be out there Saturday. And then also if you want to miss all of that altogether, I'll also be out there Sunday until like one-ish or one thirty. I have the times up on my Instagram again. Um, yes, you guys, by the way, my We Got This Army, thank you, thank you, thank you for being patient. I am almost done with your Christmas presents. I've been working like crazy to get them done. Just had a lot of events this last season and I'm also trying to enjoy a little bit of time with my family. But I love you guys so much for being so patient and um, I hope you liked this podcast. And I love you, babe. You annoy me, but I love you. Love you too. With everything that I am. Oh. What? Oh, he's going to scold me. Like, why don't you say it, mister? Please like, share, and leave a review. So a lot of people were asking me, because I don't have Spotify, you have Spotify and you mm. listen to it by Spotify. That's how I got those links I was sharing on Instagram, by the way. You can, I think you can leave a comment if you're on a desktop or leave a review if you're on a desktop on Spotify. Yeah, I, I believe so. But not on your phone. I yeah, think Apple's not like the that phone, too. But definitely follow and then the notification bell, just like on YouTube, is on Spotify. What? Yeah, notification bell. So it'll, it'll download automatically. Oh, and just it'll, like on YouTube. And it'll okay. let you know that there's a new episode. Right. But I want the review. Because well, yeah, it also helps. That's an addition too. <laughs> He's rolling his eyes at me. But I love you for that. Um, yes, please like, comment, share the podcast um, because we want to take this this shit to the moon and beyond, y'all. But I love you guys so much for listening. Um, it's really Riley. <laughs>